Hello everyone and welcome to Is It Rotten 100 Greatest. It is a, I guess, spin-off show of the original show that I was doing where I was uh, writing movies from the prior year compared to the Rotten Tomatoes aggregate. Um, I decided to do something a little different with this show because... Uh, the way that the other show was going, it it, ca- it 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 started causing a lot of burnout for me, and uh, I I like this way better. I mean, there are definitely going to be movies on this list that I am uh, not necessarily going to be happy about watching, um, but the way that I'm formatting this show, I will be doing new episodes every other week on Fridays, so it'll give me a little time in between episodes to, you know, have a little breather and prepare a little better, um, prepare myself to, for whatever movie that I'm going to be watching, so, with that said, um, again, this is, is it rotten, 100 greatest, I am taking, uh, the list of 100 greatest movies that was compiled by someone that works at Empire, whatever, I don't, the website, (laughs) and uh, I'm watching them from 100 to number one, new episodes on Fridays every other week, and uh, we'll go ahead and get into the episode, Um, my guest this week is my mother, and we will be talking about the movie Stand By Me. All right, so the movie Stand By Me actually pulled up the IMDb for this. It's from 1986. It was an hour and 29 minutes. Initially, when I uh, saw that it was an hour and 29 minutes, I was like, cool, be able to watch this real quick and be done. But this movie felt really long for an hour and 29 minutes. I don't know. It did. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm glad I was not the only one that was feeling that. But. Um, personally, I felt like that because I don't really feel like much, much was going on. Um, why, why would you say that you, you agree, you agree with that then? I agree with that because it just felt like, it felt like something that you would normally see as a scene in a movie Mm -hmm. extended out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I mean, it, it. It was pretty long. I mean, it was still, it was an okay movie still. You know, I can kind of see why, you know, people liked it a lot Mm -hmm. for the time that it was made in. I mean, people can't just kind of go roaming around like that in this day and age. Right. But back in the 80s, I remember going all over the neighborhoods and, you know, not really having our parents monitor us when we were doing things and we were all over the place mm-hmm. so for the time it it, it was appropriate <laughs> but yeah it just it felt like you know it was an extended scene you know like it was just kind of going on longer than it needed to go on <laughs> yeah yeah I feel that and because this film was taken from like a a novella of, or, or like a like an 82 page something like it I guess there wasn't really much there and I, I'll put it out there that originally I planned to read the short 
before recording this episode, which is because I watched the movie like a, a week or more <laughs> ago at this point. But um, I started reading it, and honestly, I didn't feel it was very well written, and it was kind of boring, so I didn't finish it. Um, <laughs> but my first thought um, when I actually started watching the movie is how well I feel like they captured the time period in these new It movies. Like, the town center, it it felt like the same thing, like, when this, it felt like the same town center area in this movie as it did in the it movies that just came out a few years ago oh, and yeah. it's so i feel yeah. like they really really captured that time period in these newer movies which i mean we're not talking about those that those movies but it's just something that i noticed when um when i was watching this one um well i guess i have a different perspective because i was actually around in that time i was a kid basically i mean i was a teenager you know so i kind of have the experience of having lived it and seen it you know and it was pretty accurate it's pretty accurate that's good to know i guess i mean because <laughs> well smoking and stuff like that it was not such a, a big deal as it is now so it's like oh it definitely wasn't i mean they didn't have um areas where you couldn't smoke then and you could go in restaurants and smoke at that time i mean it was all over the place mm -hmm. obviously so. seeing these young children smoking and i mean it, obviously they would have had to swipe them from like their parents stashes or something like that but it's still just the fact that it's depicted on film these young children smoking it just is it points to the fact that it wasn't like as terrible as it is now I mean, it's not. Yeah, it, it I mean, wasn't as perceived the ever. whole health, the whole health thing wasn't as big then as it was. I mean, as it is now, as far as you know, the cancer and stuff like that. That's not really something that people talked about or were concerned about or whatever. You know, I mean, health stuff. I guess it improves as as days go by, and so mm -hmm. they are more aware now than they were then. People weren't thinking about that kind of stuff. They was just thinking about the pleasure of it right yeah yeah um another thing watching this movie that felt weird it, it felt weird for me because i felt like i've already experienced a story like this a million times at this point and that's not necessarily and i don't i don't think that's fair for this movie because it obviously came long before all of the other stories like this i mean this yeah, movie is from 1986 and the book different. is from before that so it's yeah. it <laughs> it felt like okay i've already seen this story a bunch and they've even done it in shortened tv form so it's like why is right. this movie an hour and 30 minutes when i can watch this in like a 45 minute episode of television and get the same get the same idea so it, that was a knock against it but at the same time i had to feel like okay i had to think back for this time period this may not have been something that people saw all the time like it is now yeah i mean I, the story was was cool i mean you know you have these four boys and they're it's kind of like showing and you know their friendship and you know how they help and support one another and you know it was it was a cool story it was just you know more than we needed to <laughs> yeah really a part of <laughs> <laughs> um uh, 
another thing that I realized watching this is that if well I guess I can go ahead and say the reason that I have you on this episode is because you at one point were a reader of Stephen King or a Stephen King fan or whatever and I've kind of come into that myself as I've made my way through life and through my consumption of his books I feel like a lot of the characters that were in this book follow the same like you have the same archetypes or the same same stereotypes for characters in like almost everything that I've read of his at this point like yeah. you got the you got the one like nerdy fat kid or the one cool kid that has home problems or the one just average joe that maybe is also a writer or you yeah. know and then you got the weird crazy kid and just like okay you, you got these same four type of people that I mean, you have these same like even 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 in the Losers Club in the It books, it's like you have these same types of people, and as popular of of a, a writer or novelist or whatever you want to call him that Stephen King is, I mean, <laughs> Homie is not very original with his characters. Yeah, but I've noticed that in a lot of authors, it's like they find a formula and. They figure, okay, this works, and so they kind of keep going with it, irrespective of us who read them and are like, "Can we get something different here, mm-hmm, please?" Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I've noticed that in in a lot of writers that they do that kind of stuff. But yeah, I get, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that with his stuff too. Yeah, I mean that's and that's always a knock that I hear hear against him, especially the one where there is a character in the book that also likes writing that is not very good at coming up that is not very good with writing endings like people say Stephen King is and it's like okay I mean sure this may have been written long before all of his other stuff but it still it's like the fact he's still doing that to this day is just like alright man writing his own his own deficiency Mm -hmm. (laughs) his own little story in there little nip that his life yeah and it's like it may have been cool at first but now in 2020 when you have books coming out and people are still and you still have that same it's like all right what else you got right (laughs) but i don't know we are okay so I, i had a note about the cigarettes we already mentioned that um about it being a sign of the times and so on and so forth oh I wanted to mention this, that whole section of the movie dedicated to making fun of this obese kid and this large crowd of people projectile vomiting and how absolutely disgusting that was. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I agree with that. I was like, really? Oh my gosh. I mean, they, I mean, I know that it, it, people do make fun of people that are overweight. But that was just over the top kind of stuff. It I mean, was. like everybody was talking about him. I mean, they they had gave him a nickname and everything. I mean, <laughs> I get why he was angry, you know, if he didn't like that. But really, <laughs> what he did? I mean, everybody is vomiting over everybody else. It was too much, really. <laughs> it was too it much. Was too- and I, I can understand that it's supposed to be coming from the mind of this this kid and maybe this is a great story coming from the mind of this kid but it's also coming from the mind of Stephen King and it's like dude really we didn't we didn't I need guess, this 
I guess he thought boys would like, I don't know. I, I've never had an experience where, I mean, you know, people can, boys can be kind of gross sometimes when they're sure. around that age. Sure. But, um, yeah. <laughs> that was just more, more than we needed to see, you know? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that I ever just thought it was cool to just be projectile vomiting like that. I don't. Maybe, maybe there are kids out there that think that's cool. I don't know, but I guess I'm saying those same kids that are messing with worms and stuff and frogs out in the dirt. Yeah, maybe it's those. Maybe it's those <laughs> kids. I don't. You know, I wasn't about that life, so I don't. I don't know, but I just. I just say we could have cut this whole part out of the movie, man, and just sliced that down to maybe an hour yeah. 15, hour 20. We didn't need this whole, this, we didn't need that. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I guess they were just trying to establish his ability to create a story, mm-hmm. you know, in that whole scene, you know. But, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to see all of that. Nah, not at all. Um, what else do I have here? Um, I will say that I wasn't really enjoying my time watching the movie. Like I can see how it would make somebody's top 100 list because it explores these kids' friendships and their lives and the acting. The kids are fairly well actor. I mean, they act fairly well like River Phoenix, Will Wheaton. They're particularly good, but it just didn't really move the needle for me when I was watching. It was like, all right. All right, what else? Okay. I know, it felt long because it was like, okay, so what's next? You know, and then the ending where, you know, they actually found the body and it was a little anticlimactic. Yeah. So it was like, okay, that's it? Oh, okay. You know, I, I kind of enjoyed where he was kind of saying what happened to everybody. Some mm-hmm. of it was. You know, okay, some of it was a tragic, but you know, it was just like, okay, well, that's the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of expected something more, like they, because I, I knew that this was a story about some kids going to find a dead body or whatever. I didn't really know too much more about it, but just the fact that they get there, they have the little standoff with Kiefer Sutherland and his gang, and then that's the end. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, oh, okay, so y'all did all of that to do what? <laughs> Nothing really. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. They get back home. The kids go their separate ways, and that's the show, folks. I know. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I can from for the time that it was made, I can see why people would do that. It's not really relevant, but now, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean. We don't really live like that now. Right. You know, our kids can't be roaming all around the city like mm. that, you mm. know. I mean, because they, like, walk to another little town or something like that, you know. Right. Yeah, we don't don't live like that now. That's, that's something that we would do now or allow to be done now. I mean, and even if... Me, even me if... Even, parent, I wouldn't. But. Right. <laughs> even if they did, I mean, even, even if you do, it's like... We have cell phones and stuff now, so yeah. <laughs> you can call and find out where your kid is. At this point, yeah. they could have died and would nobody know where these kids was at. I mean, they were like in the woods. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, 
somebody's dead body could have been hitting could been hitting in the woods somewhere. I mean, you just don't know. You just don't so, know. Yeah, that was a funny little scene with the leeches, though. That was that was a funny little scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the leeches. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I can see why it's. 100 why it's the very last one i mean or first one however you look at the list why it's not higher up on this list of 100 but it was personally i just it was it was fine it didn't really do anything for me it was maybe maybe if i would have seen it earlier well i mean no if i had seen it earlier in my life this wouldn't have done anything for me because i wasn't into film as, (laughs) as as much as i am now but i mean like had i seen it had I been this age or whatever when the movie originally came out in the 80s, maybe I would have felt something different because yeah. obviously this list was made by somebody that's much older than I am and probably experienced this for the first time when they were maybe close to that age or something and it had yeah. more of an impact on them. Um, it but, might have been a nostalgic kind of thing for right. them. Like, oh, the days I remember. Right. <laughs> but me somebody close to being 30 in the year 2020 and watching this and just like all right we didn't have this you know boyhood story hundreds and hundreds of times at this point and this is not really doing anything different the ending sucks i mean (laughs) i've seen better you know yeah definitely make you feel like stephen king was just getting started this was one of those things that was written when he wasn't an established author yet mm-hmm. but I mean, it, I mean it is what it is but i guess in in the spirit of the uh original formatting of this podcast where we were doing the ratings and stuff like that i don't because this is rated really high on imdb it's like an 8.1 on imdb which i mean all right whatever um I actually don't know what the Rotten Tomatoes score for this is, but would you uh, would you put this on your top 100 list um, if you were to make one? No, this wouldn't have made it. No, this this is not one that would have made it. Nope. Yeah, I agree. This this would not be on uh, my top 100. I mean, I I feel like that would be obvious at this point. Yeah, man, people are loving this movie. It's a certified fresh 91% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics it's an 8.1 on IMDb so I maybe I I don't know man I don't I wouldn't put it anywhere that near that high I mean neither (laughs) (laughs) the critic consensus is stand by me it's a wise nostalgic movie with a weird streak that captures both Stephen King's voice and the trials of growing up I sure okay I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I am curious because, like I said, um, River Phoenix and Will Whedon, they're both really good in this. And I would have liked to see River Phoenix do more. I mean, I know that he had some other things that he did before he passed, but yeah. um, I may actually have to go in and see what else. Because to be, you know, child actors to be to have really good child actors is something that you come upon very rarely i will say about them that they were good actors Mm -hmm. i mean they they really were convincing in the roles that they were put in um so yeah they did a really good job at uh choosing the 
the actors that they picked for this movie. Mm. I agree. I agree. But um do you have any other any other thoughts that you would like to share about this here uh, good old good old film? <laughs> I mean, if you feel nostalgic, yeah, but you'd have to be somebody who was around in that time to really be able to enjoy it, you know, because that's not really how we live now. Mm-hmm. So watch at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's 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 about I that's about what I'd say as well. I mean, I don't have I don't have those kind of nostalgic feelings about this time period, obviously. But um right. for those people that were around in that time period and you're looking for that taste of nostalgia, feel free to consume, but I feel like anybody that might want to has already at this point. But anybody yeah. in this in this generation, I don't there's there's nothing really here for you, mate. <laughs> So, with that, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap this thing up and get on out of here. The next movie that I'm going to be doing is uh, Raging Bull. That's 99 on the list. Um, as of right now, I don't have a guest. I might end up doing that one by myself because neither one of the girls or Brianna want to do that one. So, um, it's hard. Boxing movies are hard sells, so that's fine. I understand that. But Raging Bull is next on the list. And uh, that will be in the next couple of weeks. This episode, sh- this episode should come out on July 3rd. And that episode should be out on July 17th. So if you're looking forward to our dis- my discussion, or if I find a guest before then, our discussion of Raging Bull, then that episode will be out again on the 17th. And uh, I look forward to, uh, I don't know, I don't even, I didn't plan an, an outro. That's that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what up, dude? What up, dude? Hey, hey, what up, dude? <laughs> Ugh, hurry up, man. <laughs> Ugh! <laughs> I can't hear you. I just see your big old head filling up the screen. <laughs> okay, hello? Hey, we in business.